0: Live and learn. That is a good song. on the of tomorrow.
1: Arnold, do you live and learn? Apparently not, when I play said, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just like hear Dustin in the background. I'm trying to, to give him musical interludes.
2: <laughs>
0: to the works of yesterday. Hi. <laughs> well
1: thanks for the use of the STM. What was the TM? Flash.
2: Flash. Savior of the universe
0: Yes everybody, to another episode of The Key Items Podcast, your local Southern Pride Podcast, right down here in Georgia. We bring you everything that is geek, chic, unique, and I was going to say freak. Yeah, I'll go with freak. We'll go with freak today. Um, Uh And welcome to another of our grand episodes. I think it's episode 60, I believe. A small milestone, but a milestone nonetheless. We bring you everything that you need to know about geek and nerd culture through our nice sweet tea southern eyes. I am your most gracious host, James, and I am joined by two minions that have upgraded I was I was going to say like a powerful version of minions but no, the next word I was going to say a mid-boss. So, what I was even a mid-boss. so what I was going to say was going to be I was going to say Mormons <laughs> what but but it, it was the only word next to minion that I thought of so I was going to be like two minions who've upgraded to Mormons. Which has <laughs> They've no- been converted. Can't because- you play
1: League. You're going to think of winions? When Yeah, you know. But
0: I like alliteration so much my brain tries to search for it at any given moment. So I was just like, minions? Mormons?
1: And then my brain was like, but that doesn't work, James. Anyway... No, no, you know what? No, it's okay. It's okay. We're we're Mormons now.
0: Okay, so my two Mormons. um...
1: No, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're telling me is in
3: League of Legends, those minions aren't really trying to knock down the tower. They just want to. To, to tell you about the good news of Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> 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 They're like, hi, can I tell you about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yes, as always, joined to my right, we have Dustin. Dustin, say hey to the folks. Hey, everybody. And to our left, always in our corner, ready with his trashy-ashy, we have the Corner Goblin, Arnold. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Doing
3: okay. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I I just hope that as we record today, I will actually hear most of the conversation because for some reason, my computer today doesn't want to let me hear everything that's being said.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's we we as many of our listeners may have figured out, we have connection issues. Um, it's partially location, but it's also partially. Come across, Um, you know, things they happen. It's cool. We'll make through. Um, But yeah, it's all good. The listeners understand at this point. Well, once again, welcome to our podcast. We are the Key Items Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon at Key Items Podcasts slash Patreon. Check it out. Donate, please. I am fully aware that the website looks bare bones and garbage. Uh, and I do apologize. But donate for the content. It's our voices you want to hear. Um, even though in this world nowadays, everything has to be hyped up media, share with your friends, yada yudi yodo, um, all that crap. But we have a somewhat entertaining but somewhat kind of serious episode topic for everyone today. Um, get ready for that. And hopefully, I, I honestly hope we can speak to it because I don't think we have a lot of news. Um, uh, I think we have some stuff we do want to talk about when it comes to our patch notes, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Let's go ahead then. Let's, um, you know, actually, Arnold, I need you to do me a favor. No. Arnold, I need you to
1: do me a favor. I've <laughs> 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 hey. come to market. <laughs> Arnold
0: (laughs) I need you to do it (laughs) What? I I, I need you to go behind the shelf Go behind the shelf, Arnold Okay Make the sound effects, Arnold Like we practice (laughs) What do you mean? Do the job, (laughs) Arnold Um, anyway Let's start our next (laughs) issue
1: Um... My desk is too far from my shelf, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: um, welcome. Welcome to our next issues. Um, this is the news portion of our podcast where we talk about... It's all digital.
3: Can't you hear the clicking? Can't you hear the clicking, James?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about what's been up kind of in the game world and stuff like that and all that, jazz. Um... I think I may have Arnold do you have a lot of news topics today? Uh I do a bit. I do okay. have news. Then I'll actually Dustin you go ahead. I think I may have a little bit more than Dustin. So Dustin I ahead. actually
3: have a little bit. Believe it or oh, not. Oh you
0: do? Okay, cool. Then I'll cycle through me real fast. Okay. Um my news is real simple. There's a Blue Fire video game came out on Nintendo Switch that I thought was interesting. It looks like you're playing Hollow Knight, but from a 3D perspective. A lot of platforming. Character looks cute. Has swords. It's it's adorable. Um, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury is out. Um, It looks good. It looks neat. If you like the first game, get it. And if you have never played it... You know, and Bowser's Fury is actually a whole new game in and of itself. It's like an open world um, Mario game. It's pretty cool. Bowser, like, drops in periodically to destroy the area and make the platforming much more difficult as you try to avoid and fight him. Yeah, Um, it's a dope. yeah, Yeah, the
3: Bowser design in that also, people have been talking a lot about that Bowser design.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool um i don't know fully everything on it because i don't keep up with celebrities that much but Katy perry is apparently working with nintendo for the 25th anniversary um of pokemon don't Mm. know what that's about don't know how that's gonna go gonna be strange i don't know i like pokemon i'm good um and then of course pokemon snap they got a release trailer of some of the game I personally don't care, but um, it is, and what I mean by that is I like Pokemon Snap. I'm happy it's coming out. I'm interested to see it being played, but they had already released information about Pokemon Snap prior to it. Um, what we do have now is a release date. I believe it's April 30th or 31st. On um, one of those days. It's in April. Um, so, the 30th. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's in April. Got some time to go. I had talked with a kiddo the other day, and he was telling me how he was expecting it. He says it looks good. He was expecting the textures to look a little bit more. I don't necessarily fully agree. I think it looks great. But I can understand some expectations around it. I I think it looks good though
1: for what it looks like. It looks you know. I think people are just complaining of like the grass that they saw with Pichu and uh, the the grass monkey. Oh. Groogie?
0: Grookey and the, yeah, the,
1: the... The grass that they're under is, like... Oh, just, like, a weird texture. Hold on. I guess. I, I guess.
0: Like, it, it, that's a fair debate, but at the same time, kind of, like, you staring
1: that hard? If, you like, know. it feels there. It, like, it looks weird, but, oh. like... I wasn't, I wasn't looking at the grass. I was looking at Grookey and Pichu. It looks, it looks flat. I see
0: what you mean. It looks like it's plastered on, kind of like you would see in an old video game. Like a map. Yeah. But back. Yeah, like,
3: it looks like it honestly does look like it's um they just like took the image and like made a texture out of it and it's kind of
0: right. That. Which that's a fair that's a fair complaint about it. I don't yeah. care, but like yeah. like I get it. it. Is, I mean, it we is, got that it is high red. Red. You
3: got the high-res Pichu and Grookey there. So it's
0: right, hard. that's kind of the high-res I'm wanting. Um, and also... Yeah I'm, not, yeah, I'm not trying to Grookey look like the grass. I'd rather a game with matted grass than have a game that crashes my PC over and over again um, and has multiple crashes, you know.
3: On a completely unrelated note, I didn't <laughs> see a really a video about, about a game that crashes a lot. And a very poorly timed line of, Oh, this
0: cyberware has no bugs in it, and then the game completely bugs out, right? <laughs> That's funny. Um, but okay that yeah. impossible. That's really all of my news. I'll throw it to Dustin, and then we can jump to Arnold.
3: Um, all right. Is anybody out there creative um, types? There is a contest going on right now with the Japan Foundation and the Japan Foundation for Global Partnership. They're calling for submissions from the Japan U.S. Japan face mask design contest 2020. Mm. Um, the winning designs will be produced and donated to medical institutions and U.S. Japan related nonprofit organizations. Uh, winners also get gift cards for Kono Kuniya and Blick art materials, uh, in addition to 25 of those masks that you design. So, if anybody's an artsy type, I know if the, you're the contest is called Mask Up 2020. Oh, mm-hmm. cool! Yep. Very nice. um, speaking of mask uh, Final Evangelion film has been delayed again Due to COVID-19 It's not coming out again yet They're pushing it back again um, yeah.
0: It's okay You guys will it just have to imagine is. the porn in your head Until it's in your face um, <laughs> That's, that. i mean, look it up on
3: the internet I'm pretty I'm just, sure they okay and yeah, I'm just Speaking putting it out there. Speaking of, this is a dangerous segue. Um, <laughs> so there was a little bit of controversy um, recently because earlier this week, Shueisha was doing a stream related to um, One Piece's 1,000th 1, chapter, right? Right. And cool. there was a little bit of controversy because the ed- one of the editors of One Piece um, his smartphone screen was showing during the live stream, and it briefly showed his search history, and one of the links was an adult manga pirate site. Um, supposedly, according to Shueisha, um, it was he accidentally had clicked it at some point, and it was in his search history. Um, but it's sort of funny in a way that there was an accidental pirate link shown during a stream about One Piece. But anyway.
0: Uh, That's I guess it's controversial It's like
3: Yeah they they mostly were like Oh why is somebody working for Shonen Jump Have a a link to Why is he looking at a a manga piracy site
0: Man
1: Plenty of them probably do it Like if he typed in Like one piece something Most likely like A pirate website would pop up
0: Well that's assuming he's on American internet which he isn't, he's on Japanese internet, which they probably have more readily available One Piece stuff than we would. That being said- I mean,
1: be an example, I don't know, maybe it wasn't One Piece, like, you know.
0: Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not upset at him. <laughs> like, you know, he's, he wants to look at his One Piece pirate stuff, you know, it's mm-hmm. fine. So look at your adult <laughs> manga, dude. Ain't meant to hurt you. Um, but, like, yeah, that's funny, though. All the same. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's just sort of an interesting coincidence. But, yeah, they, uh, also, um, I y'all the link right quick, which is unrelated. Um, but, uh, some other news. Um, so, this one has actually got my attention here, and it may have your attention as well, James. But, um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you know, has OVA that is sort of um, a spinoff. That's this spoke Rohan Kishibe's uh is the name of the, the spin-off. It's about, you know, Rohan from uh yeah, 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 part yeah. part four. It will be streaming globally <clears throat> on Netflix starting on February the 18th. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm kinda interested. He's a very quirky character. He's sort of like the the author's like self-insert character,
0: basically. I'll be honest, I like Rohan a lot. He's one of my favorite characters, but I don't like Side series. I have mm-hmm. never liked them. They, and this is nothing to do against the quality of them. I right. am one of those people that's like, you tell me your story. I've read your story. I'm good. Bye bye. Like, I don't, I don't need, if you didn't put it in, ra- it's kind of like how, you know, they're making the, um, the ace manga. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: like ace. He's a good character, but ace died like a long time ago and I don't need him back. And, um, and and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just kind of like when you bring them back, you... Like, I'm an Devalued adult. Yeah, era. you devalue their input. But also, you break whatever fantasy I've created around it. Like, I'm an adult. I know this shit is made up. I know there's the cartoons. But when you're like, okay, you're in, I don't know, JoJo's Part 7... And you're bringing a character from JoJo's Part Four back in a side series. It's kind of like okay, I don't really need that, but I, I know what you mean. I am interested enough to look at it. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's done well. Um, he is a cool character. Uh, yeah. So apparently, he's even listed in the uh, in the description of it as uh, as. Um... A uh, Araki's uh, like Iraqi fictional spirit.
3: fictional alter
0: ego. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sure someone else wrote that. He has never declared that it's true, even though everyone kinda knows it is. Um but yeah. you see,
3: he is a fun character. He's very weird. He's very quirky.
0: He's very weird. Um he actually was a a kind of manipulative um Yes. Actually um, he was kind a boundary... of a bad
3: person when he's first introduced. Yeah, he
0: was a very manipulative and boundary breaking creep. And yep. his whole arc is that he evolves from doing that later on It's just like good
3: that. storytelling when characters like mature and get past their
0: problem. Yeah. It's
3: good. But not not and not by punching
0: punching their problems. Yeah, like most shown manga. Uh, <laughs> but <God>. uh <laughs> hmm? Sorry, what was that, Arnold? Don't
1: worry. <laughs> okay. Arnold yeah, person. Arnold get mad at me.
0: What did you say? <laughs> Now I'm curious. You said I get mad at you. <laughs> I said you. I said Goku. Oh, you mean like Goku? I ain't mad at you for that. Goku does punch most of his problems. Given Goku's, almost all of Goku's problems have to be punched. Actually, defense of Goku for one second. <laughs> Goku doesn't punch all of his problems and has multiple times made friends and talked to the people before this fighting. This is true. So in your face, are. <laughs>
1: All right, it still happens. Honestly, <laughs> all the time. Okay.
3: Um, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, so my last piece of news, picking up with some fun stuff like we had last episode. So last episode, we had top manga, right? Okay. This time, I have for you Crunchyroll's most watched oh, anime.
0: 2020 by region. Okay. Will they put Black Clover? Hold in on, there. wait, cover. hold on, hold on. Let's let's Dustin give us our scenario first.
3: Okay, so um, do y'all want just like in general,
0: or do y'all want by country? Let's do in general first because I yeah. think that'll be easier first.
3: Okay, so what do y'all think are the? Okay, so on this list we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine titles. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give y'all a freebie because I've never even heard of this, but the least one on the list is Onyx Equinox. Uh,
0: yeah, I never heard of that stupid title. Um, yeah. <laughs> Onyx Equinox sounds like something I wrote when I was in middle school. It sounds like a
3: Pokemon fanfic.
0: Anyway. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like someone. <laughs> it, exa- exactly. I, I was like, up. it sounds exactly like something I fucking wrote in middle school. Um, I, I like it's, it's, this shit it's, up.
3: It's the evolved form of Onyx before they release Steelix and Pokemon Gold. Oh, it
0: has a horrible name, but it's full of black people. Actually, it's no. full of... These are Aztecs. Huh. Wait, what's the mean like? Okay, I'll show you. These are, um, these are oh, Latin it's... American...
3: People. You know we're ragging on this and it's going to turn out. It's actually... It's one of those good series that nobody it's a playing. Yeah, it's a
0: Mexican American animated television
3: show. Interesting. Okay, maybe it's actually good. I don't know. Well, Onyx Equinox, what just there, happened? Watch Onyx Equinox and tell us how it is. It is
0: based on the mytholog- mythologies of Mesoamerica, featuring deities of Aztec, Maya, and Zapotec myths mm-hmm. with references to Olmecs.
3: Oh, interesting. Now I'm kind of curious. It's I a-
0: apologize,
3: fans no, of Aztec. Like, I was slowly. It like, I slowly something good.
0: Slowly, as I started dwelling into it, I was like, "Okay, dark-skinned people, so they must be black." And then I like look at the head dressings, and I was like, "No wait, I know these pyramids. These are fucking Aztecs, <laughs> um, huh?" I don't know how this will look animated, but I may give this a shot. I, I wish it wasn't. Oh, hmm, this is interesting. So I'm looking more and more into it. So the voice acting may be up and down, who knows, because Egoraptor is the voice of one of the characters.
3: Oh, yeah. interesting. He's been branching into some stuff like that. Oh, he's like, been he's doing it for, like, years. Yeah, he's been doing some, like, regular music now, and yeah. it's actually not bad. Like I He's was, not I
0: was bad at his other stuff. He's really not. He's pretty... He can sometimes get on my nerves, but he usually does quality stuff. Like, he puts his work in.
3: And at least he's not John Trump.
0: Well, you (laughs) set a real low bar when you say that. (laughs) Yeah, this is Like, you can't, you can't. I uh, just had to mention him because he was the other guy. For instance, hopefully, for the rest of our lives, we'll be saying, well, he's not Trump. So, you know, (laughs) like, you know. (laughs) um, So, yeah, I may give this a shot.
3: I'm yeah, let way. us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay, so Onyx Equinox, lowest one. Cool. Yeah, lowest one. Another <clears throat> one that's only been streamed in one country is uh, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, which I think uh, is a friggin' Isekai. It is. And
0: that was, so here's my theory. There's at least three Isekai on this list. There, I know it has to be at least three Isekai on this list. Oh, I'm almost certain there's probably. So, two. so this yeah. is for the year of 2020. Uh yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we have. Well, hold on. One, two,
3: three, four, five, six, seven titles left because I gave y'all two the two little watched ones.
0: Okay. Okay. So eight and nine are the um, Onyx uh, Equinox, three
3: zero, and Onyx
0: Equinox. Okay. Okay. Are, oh, one Piece is one of them. Believe it or not. Get the fuck out of here.
3: It's not on Crunchyroll. I don't know how. This is how you know Crunchyroll
0: work. is full of is garbage. Black Clover on this list.
3: Hmm? It's Black Clover
0: what? on the list, I think.
3: Yes, Black Clover is the most watched one. What? what? Re- I, what? Never I said yeah. it. I said it again. It's
0: Crunchyroll, bro. How? Uh, how the fuck? are these things children it's children it's fucking kids this is why old people don't like your asses because you do shit like putting fucking black clover at number one um oh i know another one um and mm-hmm. this is a guess this is a strong okay. guess is attack on titan on there
3: yes it's the last one on
0: the list six countries
3: and territories.
0: i figured um yeah so arnold the way you figure out for crunchyroll is think of the shittiest anime but uh, <laughs> and it's gonna be on the list.
3: <laughs> there actually are some decent
0: ones, but most okay. Of them
3: are. But they're definitely like they're definitely like the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the
0: the, the weeb magnets. Yeah, the really popular ones. Yeah, that everybody right the, now. The weeb magnets. Um, Jujutsu kaisen. Yeah, that was the second most commonly yep. screened one. I, I I I talk to young weebs I know most of the shit. Down on there. I'm gonna call you now, James. You are the Weeb Whisperer, okay?
2: I, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. Real talk, real talk. I kinda am, like <laughs> I kinda am, like I I kind of know how Weeb's think because I I was I'm a wobe. I was one. Um, you, you, you're like you're we're we're, we're over here.
3: We're over here. Mm.
0: oh, what did you say, Dustin?
3: <laughs> you I said we're we're the Weeb Boomers over here. Yes, we are the Weeb Boomers. Um.
0: Um, let me think. Okay. What, what, Arnold?
1: You said Black Clover was number one? Yeah, Black Clover was yeah, number Black one. Black Clover
0: was the most common one.
1: Um, we had Jujutsu Kaisen. Um. Him.
0: There has to be a romance on there, but I don't Okay, watch believe it. it or
3: not, these are actually mostly shown.
0: Okay, shonen. so they're mostly shown. Is, oh. is Dr. Stone on that list? Dr. Stone Stone is not. I'm wondering if it fell out of favor. Oh, so. it, it it had to. I, I called Dr. Stone falling out of favor a long time ago, though. Like, I, I figured that out around Chapter 20. Because I was I'll like... Admit, there's no cool powers, so... Well, it wasn't the cool powers. The thing about Dr. Stone is inventions. So you run out of that for stimulating storytelling at a point, you know? Because they had already gotten to the point that they were making cell phones by, like, Chapter 50. So it's like... What? Like, you're running out of ideas. Um, let me think. I don't look at Crunchyroll crap, so it's hard for me to know. And I've been watching a lot of old school anime. Um,
1: oh, is Overlord.
0: It's not actually. No, Overlord um, wouldn't be there, Arnold. It's too old.
1: Okay. You got to think I new think with I Crunchyroll. Don't of, I don't know a lot. Of, I know the Brandon what's that? Brand said something about fire or something once, right? That's old. The fire one, the Fire, 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 Force? fire Force. Force.
0: I actually like Fire Force. Fire Force, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> um, um, let me think okay, So, uh, oh, Inuyasha's babies games. are Inuyasha's babies. On no, there? actually, they're on Hulu primarily. I think.
3: Okay, I think, yeah, it is. I'll tell
0: you that it's on Hulu, so nobody's watching it on Crunchyroll
3: because Crunchyroll's a bad platform.
0: Yeah, I know <laughs> it's on Hulu because it pops up for me all the time. I don't, I don't know if I've even looked at some of the anime. Maybe on that's this where list.
3: everybody's watching One Piece. Remember, they're watching it on
0: Hulu. Well, hopefully, but then Hulu only has up to the end of Dressrosa, mm-hmm. um, which really sucks because Dressrosa has been over with for years. They should maybe really people
3: help. are doing like the guy on the stream was not doing it and, mm-hmm. and acquiring One Piece.
0: I I wouldn't blame them because Funimation does not make that shit available for people on other platforms. That's also
3: probably some people are watching some of those things on Funimation. Too, oh,
0: so. most definitely um i can't think of the other one
3: you said on attack on titan yeah attack on titan's on there black clover's juju's on there
0: uh i can't think of the other four so boruto is on there i thought boruto and i was like no way in fucking hell is it still
1: Uh, Um, was on there what do you mean
3: you're right yeah uh my hero is of course on there my hero is demon slayer on there uh, Demon Slayer is not. I guess because it's not it, been on for a while. We're waiting yeah. for new
0: episodes on it. Mm.
1: Um,
0: Tower of God is on there, actually. I don't know what that is. Okay, Tower of God is a manhwa okay. comic yeah. that mm-hmm. is... It's decent, but I think a lot of Maybe. people have... It's been hyped. And mm. so a lot of people have read it, but from the consensus that I get, you either get the addicts who love it, or you get people who fall off midway. Kind of like me. Um... I've seen the animation of it. It is not good. Uh, um, it's unfortunate. It's better as a comic. If you were to get the story, I would rather people read it because the animation, the 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 art is almost page for page the exact same of artwork, but it looks better when it's not moving. Interesting, um, in my opinion, anyway. Um, Tower of God. It's it's all right. It's not. It's it's basically Hunter x Hunter. That's yeah. That's what it is. is it as good. No, it's nowhere near as good as Hunter Hunter. Like oh, by a mile, it's not even close. But yeah, I ran out of. I
1: ran out of names
0: But Hunter Hunter is also um of of a higher quality too. Yeah, Hunter. So not being as good
3: as Hunter Hunter, it's not really like an insult. Right. <laughs> it's hard to be as good. It's as Hunter.
0: better than Boruto, which sounds like an insult. And it mm. kind of is, but it's not mm. really. It's better than Boruto. It's near the... It's as good as second season of Naruto. Mm. So it's like Naruto Shippuden. So okay. mad. Yeah, mad, but kind of makes you go, ooh, a couple of moments. And it has okay. some good characters. Um, God of High School is the other one. I've actually heard some good I things want about that to, from some people. Yeah, I want to watch that. I do, but it's on Crunchyroll. And nowhere else. I looked around for it, like for Mm. for everywhere. And it's just Crunchyroll. And it's just, why? Is it just on Crunchyroll? Oh, James, there's always the open ocean. I'm trying to be a good person. (laughs) But I'm too (laughs) broke for that. I (laughs) don't want you to. So, okay.
3: So that's all of that list. But really briefly, Mm. I'm going to tell y'all what the most watched shows are by country. Okay. Mm. Most watched show in the U.S. was Jujutsu Kaisen. Of course. Um, most watched show in Canada was My Hero. Of course. Uh, same way with Mexico was My Hero. Of course. Um, South America is a mixture of things, and I actually can't tell you accurately off the top of my head what every country is. Um, Juju is apparently really popular in Brazil, though, because I do know what Not surprised is.
0: at all. <laughs>
3: um but some other big ones there. My Hero is pretty big in several other countries. Um, for some reason, Southern South America is all about Attack.
2: What?
0: Southern um, South America is all about Attack on Titan. Was that what yeah, that, okay. that's what
3: the that's what the map is showing here. Okay. Uh, Northern South America is all about
0: God of High School. For some reason, <laughs> this. So all of these make sense. Um, so far none of these seem out of the ordinary. Um, uh, Tower
3: of God for some reason is huge in Russia and Eastern Europe. I don't know
0: why. I think I know why. Tower of God has a very dim... <laughs> like, it does. It's a very dim, slow, kind of... I can't find all the exercises for it. Because I'm trying to put it in a positive way. I say dim, right. not as in it's dumb, but dim as in it's just kind of gray as far as emotions yeah. go. Um and it, it's very subdued. It's
3: very yes. kind of like gritty, almost, but not right. not necessarily bad gritty, but just right. like not very. Passive.
0: It's it's not <laughs> right, and because of that, that may kind of capture like cultural things around fantasy stuff. For I them. can see that, um, and yeah. that's why
3: the, the the Russian stuff
0: I've watched and read is very somber. Right. And I was going based off of Russian architecture and art. So I don't read a lot of Russian, like, stuff, but I'm going based off their art. Kind of like Thrawn does before he murders an entire mm-hmm. planet. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, like, um, but, like, I, come on. I think it's, um, I think it's imperative to look at it because I also think about that when it comes to, um, when you were saying Jujutsu Kaisen is really popular in, like, Brazil and America. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in America, like, when it comes to anime, we all are about Flash in, like, Ooh, that looks so cool. And high school boys doing this. Like, that's why mm-hmm. people like Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen in Brazil. Two reasons. I think it's that one, but I also think because it has the word Jujutsu in it. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, uh-huh, some people are like, Oh, Brazilian Jujutsu. We know what that is. So Jujutsu Kaisen well, look at this. Um, and My Hero Academia being big in Mexico is not a big surprise. Um, Mexico really likes a lot of, um, American style comics and stuff like that. Um, but all these action stuff is really popular in these countries also that have a lot of fighting game people in it. So that makes sense.
3: Yeah, makes sense. Uh, My hero is also big in Iceland, UK, Ireland, and Scandinavia. Interestingly enough, also the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. Uh, France, and um, Germany have been watching jujitsu family. (laughs) Um, Spain is unusual and that Spain is all about black clover and I'm going to blame Spain for black clover being so popular I wonder <laughs> because it's that... the only country in Europe that's watched a lot of black clover. I
0: wonder <laughs> if it has to do, so okay, funny thing I wonder if black clover has to do a little bit with some Spanish culture that we can't pick up on because you want you to know, wanna know it might. It might. you, you want to know what anime is really popular in a country that like Every like it's not the country that says, but everyone says this anime is horrible, but this country really likes it. What's that? Fairy tale is really popular in Ireland. Interesting. Because Fairy interesting. Tale is based a lot around some of those culture like the music alone. Yeah. So like um so yeah, it's it's like it's it's interesting to see like these anime and how they're popularized in different countries based off the cultural norms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah um let's see i might well this they they pick some bad
3: colors it may actually not be black well no i think it's black clover i was debating if it was god of high school or black clover that was marked. because one of them is a lot bigger like it's in big in a lot of like turkey and italy and a lot of uh, and greece and like a lot of uh, southern europe uh-huh. and i think it's actually god of high school but it might be black clover um putting black clover in black would make more sense Anyway, sorry. This map is really badly colored. This is why, if you're making infographics, use distinct colors.
0: Don't tell Crunchyroll how to ruin its crap. (laughs) Anyway,
3: um, some other little notes. um, Middle East and North Africa is all about Black Clover and Jujutsu Kaisen. There's nothing else that made the top charts in countries.
0: Um, (laughs) They know what they like.
3: um, Same way with Africa, actually, except a few countries... um, Black Black Clover is really big in Madagascar (laughs) for some reason. Madagascar?
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, it's very strange. Also, by the way, Black Clover is big in Spain because I just checked it and um, because that uh, God of High School, which is the one I was getting confused, is not on the map for Africa. Mm -hmm. And so that means it had to be Black Clover for Spain.
0: Okay, Okay. Um,
3: good. As for Asia, Boruto Mm -hmm. is huge. Like the entire Asian map is Boruto, basically.
0: I have now lost all respect for Asia. Except <laughs> Japan, which is the one watching Onyx Equinox. <laughs> so Japan is watching Onyx Equinox?
3: Yes, and I know why. It's because they can get all of their anime off TV. And
0: so the only thing they're watching on Crunchyroll That's is true. the Crunchyroll
3: original series.
0: Why else would they be watching anything else but a Crunchyroll original? Yeah, why would they be wasting time? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's
3: funny. Oceana, by the way, Jujutsu Kaisen. Australia is all about Jujutsu
0: Kaisen. Same way with new you. K-1. Guarantee you. In about five years, we're gonna get new Mexican themed manga from Japan. Yeah, because the people they, be watching Onyx Equinox. They're they gonna, gonna watch like, Onyx hey, and wanna make manga after
3: it. We're gonna get a manga about like Quetzalcoatl or something.
1: Okay. As long Time. as they don't deal with like the the manga where, like, it's the Dragon mate, so they don't make, like, something that's, a that big, looks like that, okay.
0: flying serpent woman? I was
1: like, what's that it's very, more like, of a serpent than person, I'd be okay. <laughs> that's what it's supposed <laughs> to be. Um, but yeah. But okay,
3: cool, cool, cool. Oh, oh, hey, you mean we didn't already have the, all I could think of when you said kid, like, manga involving Mexico, all I could think of was the Pillar Man and JoJo. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: God. <laughs> They are cool, but they're <laughs> no. a bad representation. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they are. They're, oh. they, they're weird. They're very strange. Oh, not that they're strange. It's because they're murdering people. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're strange, too. But they murder people very... Strange very, is very, not very. that weird for freaking JoJo.
3: Yeah, every, everybody. If there was somebody who was like, really mundane, and mm-hmm. like, not posing in unusual ways... I w- they would be the oddball in JoJo. Everybody would looking yeah. at him
0: like, what? what's They're, up with this guy? Everyone would be like, what's wrong with that character? Um, <laughs> but yeah. But okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Sorry for the long little bit of news there, but oh, I think cool? those are, those places, are but... fun. Those are pretty
1: fun. Those are pretty fun. Arnold, what you got? All right. So we got some bit of news. I might skip one of these because I don't really care for it, maybe. That's fine. All right. So actually... <laughs> This be, no okay, I'll talk.
3: Exercise your editorial privileges and leave out the stuff.
1: Alright, <laughs> real this is a real quick fast one. Uh you remember Epic Games and Apple throwing money? Well guess what? They're gonna throw money overseas because they're taking the court case to the UK. <laughs> oh guess. boy. Yay, and Google, but you know, Google keeps it that they're not public with it because Google's like, okay, we don't care. Mm-hmm. So they're
3: going to take I, it over to the UK, and the UK is going to be like, "Sorry, guys, we're too worried, worried about Brexit, right?"
1: Yeah, we're too worried about CD project grade and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah, I I was going to skip that, but I should say it real quick, just because okay. I know some people want to see that beef, even okay. though it's not really beef; it's just dollars. Okay, um, this one's a bit important uh, for people who own the Xbox Series X and PS5. Apparently, the NRDC is a uh, which is. Um, the U.S. Natural Resource Defense Council is asking for um, Sony and Microsoft to, like, fix their console's energy-saving options. Because apparently ah. they pull more electricity than 60-inch TVs, which might bring up your electric bill, you know? hmm That's kind of, you know, <laughs> it's kind of important if you buy this expensive-ass console. Whoa, look, my electric bill went up $100. What happened?
0: The cost of power.
1: So, um, so yeah, the NRDC is trying to get them to you know like enable energy like an energy saving option. Um, I mean, I, I would think that would be a first. You know, like you build a computer, most power boxes have. Hey, look, energy mode. You
3: mm-hmm. know, it's interesting too because like PCs, that's just a standard feature. Like, you yeah. have power saving mode almost.
0: Yeah, I yeah I. <laughs> I have nothing more to say about that. The console generation right now is humorous.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, they, this is they—they
3: they did this. They ask, "Can we do it?" They never ask, "Should we do it?" <laughs> yes, yeah, should yeah, we do it? Pretty, much. pretty
1: uh, much. I just wanted to say that because I figured that be—it's kind of important for people who have the new console. Oh yeah. They so if know. your
3: power bill goes through the roof, you know, what? after you bought your PS Five, it's not the scalper's fault this time.
1: Mm-hmm. You know it's what? Sony's fault. And same thing with Microsoft. Um, there's also a small um Super Nintendo world will be opening, but you know, it's on a mm. now it's on an indefinite hiatus due no. to like COVID- the, There's been a rise of COVID nineteen in Japan, apparently. So There's been a rise of COVID nineteen everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's been a new record surge apparently in Japan and the government is declaring um, a state of emergency in all major hubs. Hey Japan. Guess what? We got you beat because we're
0: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all are doing well <laughs> over there. They, they took it. Man, Korea, <laughs> is like,
1: what are they doing over there?
0: What do you guys got? What a couple hundred people increase? Oh, shocker! Just look at our shit. Be like I, a few hundred. A get on, get on my level. Few get, thousand. A few thousand a week. Up in here, you should check increase. our morgues. They're stuffed. <laughs> yeah, I wish okay. I was joking. <laughs>
3: yeah, really. apparently Korea has been having some trouble too. But um, like, it's been like Japan. It's that
1: it's like yeah. I think Japan has had it worse because you know people be traveling when they shouldn't be.
0: Mm, yeah, like it makes sense that every country may have a few setbacks and whatnot. I just think we are embarrassingly bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's embarrassing. It's yeah. truly embarrassing that people are just like, hey,
1: oh, no, I want to go have my turkey You know, if I
0: get sick, I get sick.
1: Nothing's going to happen.
0: I just want to have my turkey sandwich outside. What's wrong with that? Why can't I have my turkey sandwich? You're impending on my rights.
1: Anyway. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's, all right, it's all right, man. all right. Nintendo <laughs> hasn't had... They haven't stated an official, like... You know, when they're going to plan to reopen. Obviously, yeah. we don't know when COVID-19 is going to be over. So we'll see how it happens. We'll probably keep you updated. Cool, cool, cool. Now for the big news of this week. Disney is breaking their exclusivity deal with EA on only making Star Wars games. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, EA signed a deal with Disney back in 2013 for the exclusive rights of making Star Wars games. They've made four games in almost seven years. Really, only three because um, respawn made one of them, and only one of them was good, and that was by respawn. Yeah, uh, I heard squadrons okay, and then obviously Battlefront is Battlefront. Mm-hmm. It sure no, is a, a thing. It's a it's a yeah, it, it, it happened. <laughs>
3: It sure happened. Was the
1: was the was it was it? Fall order was that the one that respawn made? Or yeah, that's the one that respawn made. The only decent one. Um, the contract was supposed to last for ten years, up to two thousand and twenty-three. Apparently, um, I don't want to really talk about them.
3: Yeah, the, the rape the, company the is the making country, it again.
1: <laughs> that's that's the good yeah. The
3: the um the abusive company even exactly. more
1: so that- than others the ass creed company oh are uh, you trying to game? don't
0: don't no no nope. No, i will edit it out we do okay. not advertise for the ass company we do not <laughs> there's okay. a company who promotes rapists and abusers and they're doing stuff for their video games right now if you want oh, to I th- check i out. thought i heard
1: of a different company as well making a star wars game but i, I can't see oh if there's
0: another edit. company go right on ahead but i know exactly what you're talking about um, no with, no together. it's fine i I'll have
1: to I don't think I oh have this it. is I nothing
0: cares. against you Arnold I saw that article a while ago and I was like well
1: that's that's game news but I'm not about to talk about it <laughs> um also Lucas, so Lucasfilm games is coming back because that was like the original mm-hmm. company yeah. that I would like not uh, not just produce but um publish Star Wars games so they're being brought back you know sorry go ahead Arnold I'll, no, no, I'll, that, I'll mention in a minute. That, that, was, that was it for the Star Wars.
3: Uh, I was going to say, it, it's interesting to me that you you mentioned that, because LucasArts actually used to make a lot of games, and actually mm. a, quite a few good games. Yeah. Uh, like Not, even, not, not all of Star Wars. even Star Wars. Yeah, not even Yeah, they made some uh, Indiana Jones puzzle-y like puzzly kind of adventure games for PC that were actually apparently pretty good. Um, did they make Monkey Island? I think Yes, they, did. they made a but lot of
0: point-and-click adventure-style games, but that was at the peak of that. And so... Also,
3: I think my connection
0: went out again. Oh, no, did it?
1: No. no uh, can you hear
0: Dustin, can you hear me? Oh, no. Did I lose? Nope, I'm,
3: uh, I can now. I can now. Oh, okay. I, no, uh, I'm, I'm back. I have returned. I don't know what happened.
0: Dustin's back. Am I back?
3: Yes, LucasArts did make Monkey Island. Okay, I okay. wanted to confirm that. Okay. okay. Except for one game, the Telltale made. Anyway.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, very popular
3: PC game.
1: About to, I don't know if you guys remember this, but this was like the picture people were making if uh, comparison under EA and then other stuff, LucasArts games. These were all the, very the good games. games.
0: I have played all these games under LucasArts, and they are all fun games, except that episode one thing. But um, <laughs> but like yeah, Star Wars Galaxies is a weird game. That we game, ever make do an episode
3: on MMOs? I need to talk a little bit about that game because there's some. There's
0: interesting so much to talk about that game, man. Like that's that's an episode itself. Like that game is like Final Fantasy XI. Like when it comes to weird MMOs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's
3: it's very it's a very old school MMO. It's like WoW days, original yeah. WoW classic.
0: It's very it was a very strange and cool concept that didn't execute everything correctly.
3: Yeah, and there's a whole story, which like I said, sometime maybe I'll talk about oh, it. Oh yeah,
0: starts. I know I know <laughs> the story. It's long. <laughs> I was yeah. I don't know if you heard me, I was saying it needs a whole episode. Like yeah. it's
1: long. It's a it's, it's, a it's lot interesting. A lot to talk about.
0: But um but okay. Cool, cool. What
1: else? Are we- um, so, for you guys, remember uh, November of 2020, Capcom had that ransomware attack. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Capcom said only nine employees, uh, former employees, information was compromised. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they might have lied because uh, the pers- you know, Capcom came out saying that it might have compromised personal data over. 1600 people and now almost up to 390,000 I'm not surprised at this crap I do people (laughs) kept coming to (laughs) frame yeah this includes uh, business partners former employees and current employees i not I don't see anything so far of like consumer information being attacked so hopefully you know just regular people are okay Right. Don't want your you know, your information as well being stolen. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know what's about to happen.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm not sure myself when it comes to this. Um it's a lot of companies have you do a lot more signing in stuff. They don't have a lot of stuff that maintains your safety. Mm -hmm. And it's in I I'm assuming they're doing it so one, they can have the numbers, but then also they're allowed to get um, a bunch of your your updates in um, and, like, try to throw that, throw that in so they can kind of, like, you know, process that information. But <laughs> it's really exposing customers, and it's like, just make your games well so that we don't have to keep getting them upgraded all the time. Um, and I know leaks happen. All companies at this point, I think, have had a data breach on people's um, personal information. Um, but i guess just stop requiring so much of that to play a game yeah just you know just stop asking us to make accounts for shit right i have so many accounts for shit i don't even i can't even keep up for them
1: like yeah i forget the passage all the time
0: sometimes i'll go to a website and i'm like oh i've never seen this website And I'll like, make an account and i'll put in my stuff and i was like you already have an account with this website i was like oh my god
3: when did i get that
0: where did, did it I come from it. i'm just like uh but um, but okay, we'll see okay. how that goes. Hopefully, that develops. yeah, we'll
1: see what happens. Uh, Capcom have reiterated apparently. I I don't know if I pronounced that right. <laughs> reiterated. Well, oh, reiterated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Yes.
1: Um, that um, no credit card information has been affected because uh, apparently, uh, the online uh, transactions were actually handled by a third party provider. Mm. Honestly, so, like, that's not probably Capcom right. himself did it. So. With the way that
3: they're so bad at handling, not not just, not just Capcom, not to pick on them in particular, mm-hmm. but the way how bad companies are sometimes with handling information, it probably is better to leave all the financial transactions to the people that have like dedicated, robust right. Like, security.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. I agree. But yeah,
0: but okay. Okay.
1: Got one last piece of news. All right. Which is the CD... Project Red. So apparently, oh the Polish competition watchdog is currently investigating uh, what happened. It, obviously, in Cyberpunk. Um, to be more specific, it's the Poland Office of Competition and Consumer Protection. U uh, O K I K. That's the. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> what's the name, guys? Um, Any short thing abbreviation. Oh,
0: abbreviation.
1: Yeah, abbreviation. Um, they've hold on their statement is we will check how the manufacturer is working on the introduction of amendments or solutions to difficulties preventing the game to work in parentheses on different consoles, but also how it intends to act in relation to the persons who file complaints and are dissatisfied with their purchase due to the inability to play games on owned equipment despite previous assurance assurances that it would. So uh, this is all about how, you know, when the game first came out, uh, while current consoles could run them okay, uh, last-gen being PS4 and Xbox One, they were just not running. They would not run, or if they did run, there was like almost, it was almost not playable. Mm -hmm. And then for even on PC when it first launched, while it did great if you had like a NASA computer, Um, if you if you loot and craft it a lot, your safe file would corrupt. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I
0: I don't know, and, and this could just be that I am mentally exhausted from everything that's been happening in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I
1: just want them
0: to lose some money.
1: Oh yeah, hold on. Uh, the this could I think the the uh, the fine was to get in uh they could be fined 10 percent of uh, their annual income or force, uh, or impose refunds. I believe, yeah. Right.
0: So, I I want this game to be known as being horrible, and I want some new management at CDPR so that the workers can work under somebody else. or maybe the workers leave and go do indie projects or something.
1: Have you seen uh, the
0: CEO's Apology? I don't care to listen to snakes.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, wasn't that... I mean, it was, it was <laughs> better than...
3: Me. I don't speak Parseltongue.
2: tongue.
0: Yeah, I, I'm at a point, um, Arnold, where when an asshole opens, I get out of the way because I don't want shit on me. I just... <laughs> I don't... I don't... I'm so tired of these men in power just not doing their fucking simple simple jobs by the way just and and i don't want to hear shit about pressure like fuck off (laughs) there you have people under you that you are telling to make a video game and you're going to yell at them if they do it wrong the only pressure you have is that if you tell people you owe money to a different story and this is this is Mind you people listening, yes, James is being slightly political because some of this shit is happening outside the gaming world. When you tell one group of people you're going to do one thing, and then you boldface lie to them and then fuck them over, bad things tend to happen. Um so don't lie, you stupid fuck. Um, and so like for me, I guess my thing is is with CD Projekt Red is that I just don't want the workers to suffer any more than they already have or whatever minor suffering they may have to have. You know, some people um, may have a smaller check one month because of this. But I don't want it to keep going. You know, if that makes sense. Because they worked hard to make this game. It came out bad, but I don't actually fully blame them because it's like you're being
1: crunched. You're not going to get high quality when you're getting pushed. Actually, recall like when they first, what was it? They were about it like the game was gonna drop in a couple months, but then like they showed a trailer of like normal melee combat was, and they said they didn't like how it was, so they were gonna rework that. But the game was gonna be released in a couple months. Like, how are you gonna rework that that fast?
3: How are you gonna redo the whole combat system in like a couple months?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it's just doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work. But people, people in power, just keep doing this. <laughs> I don't care. I don't understand, people. Anyway, that's my token on that. Um, anything else,
1: Arnold? On
0: your news?
1: Ah, uh, no, that was it. That was well, it. You know, okay. just hopefully those people. You know, those people get paid, and hopefully they can move on.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Let us stop with our next issues and let us quickly jump into our patch notes. Catch notes, as everybody knows, is the part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been up to and what we have been doing. I will start with myself since I started with the news earlier. I've been watching a few things. I'll get those done first. I have um, I've been watching more of Slayers. It's enjoyable. Not much to say. Nothing's really developed as far as the stories goes um, so far from where it was at the beginning. Um, But it's really enjoyable. If you like D&D, you like fantasy, I definitely still recommend to watch it. It's great, 90s anime fun. Um, You can enjoy it if you're into that. And so I would definitely check that one out. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this in their preview. I've had friends tell them about it, or I've seen it themselves. But this is an animated series and show that came out about, actually a few months ago. It came out around October And it has a lot of views. So that's why I'm saying people, I'm probably late to this, but it's been popping up on the side of my YouTube trend for like months. And I have watched um, Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss, two animated series that are on YouTube that are done Uh, by various animators. And I think one of them's names is Vivian. And she's like one of the head producers and voices and everything and artists for it. And it's good. It yeah, I a, like the hotel one. I've seen that one. It is adult animation in the purest sense of that word. Like, one of the main characters is a coke addled prostitute. Oh, like, what? just <laughs> like it is, it is, it it, it it is, it's good though. It's very funny, very hilarious. It takes place in hell. And, um, Has Been Hotel is about, uh, the one of the princesses of hell opening up a hotel for sinners to redeem themselves to go to heaven. And everyone thinks it's a joke. Everyone thinks it's super stupid. And basically, an elder one visits her, and he wants to help be her producer in order to watch people fail like he wants <laughs> well is, i mean to be fair it is hell right? yeah <laughs> he doesn't he he's up front with her he's like i think you're playing stupid but i want to watch them try their best to climb out of the pit of suffering and then fall um it is hilarious it has a lot of good voice talent um like a lot of good voice talent um don't tell your brother Arnold because I'm trying to save the surprise for him. But Zim's voice actor is in it from Invaders. Oh, I didn't um, know that he's in Hell of a Boss. So Hell of a Boss is about the. Um, um, I haven't seen that one. So that one's really funny too, and it's about a bunch of um, hell demons that are hired to go and kill people for mortals, and it's mm. just a big all of its comedy. All of it's well done. Um, the voice, it's, it's a really, really well done um, cartoon animation that doesn't take itself too seriously, and it makes fun of a lot of stuff. The, the dialogue's good. The writing's good. The voice acting, like I said before, very top-notch. I'm hoping to see more. There's more Hell of a Boss episodes than Has Been Hotel. Um, there, you have the two pilots, which are like about 20 to 30 minutes each. And then Hell of a Boss seems to have more episodes, Um, which is sad because I feel feel Aspen Hotel is more um, universal in a sense. Because the main character, she looks like a really cute Disney character. Um, She Mm -hmm. doesn't look as demonically scary as other characters until she gets excited. And then she does. She'll start like, she'll have like like, her horns will pop out. Her eyes will turn like bloodshot red. Um, she likes to sing. That's her thing when she gets, oh, Hmm. there's all, there's musicals in almost all of them, but her big thing is singing. And so whenever she gets super excited, she'll break out in the song. Um, Hmm. it's pretty good. I like it. Um, and then I have also been playing a few things. So I've been playing Pokemon Isle of Armor. It's fun. It's I can see some of the complaints. there's not a lot to quote unquote do. Isle of armor just seems like a gigantic map with mm-hmm. like one central area hub um but I like the dialogue slightly more. It's a little bit more humorous and your your um your rival in the Isle of armor is ten times better than the sword and shield rival like hands down. I love her. she's amazing. Um and and I'm playing the sword version so everyone knows I know there's another rival in the other one.
1: Um Yeah, you get the psychic man.
0: Yeah, we have the poison girl in ours and she's pretty she's pretty cool. Um and like yeah, I'm just enjoying that. I've been playing it off and on in my spare time. Oh, I almost forgot one other show I've been watching, Decadence. I finished Decadence. Um it ended well and it had the same problem that a lot of 13-episode anime have where the first half is brilliant and then the second half is, like, exposition. And then Mm -hmm. you have two good fight scenes and that's about it. And one fight scene is physical and the other one's, like, big and bombastic. Um, that was my biggest problem with Decadence. I still recommend looking at it because the story is heartwarming and it's good and all that jazz. Um... The final battle and confrontation is not as exciting as you would think it would be. Um, but it's still good. But it has... A, it, all 13 animes usually... 13 episode animes usually have that problem. Um, it's not to blame them or anything. You kind of get rushed near the end. Um, I've also been playing River City Girls in my spare time. That is the um, side-scroller up Um I really enjoy that. I have a physical copy, lucky me, because it's from Limited Run Games. And I can play this, this beat-em-up without feeling horrible. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, other games I've been playing. Whatever could you mean, though? What Whatever else did I be talking about, people? Um, and finally, I've been playing Trails in the Sky, second chapter. Of course, I'm still playing that. I've gotten, I've picked up more time playing the game these last couple of days and I've been thoroughly enjoying this game series. It's ah, uh, this game series is good. Everyone should play it. I want to keep saying it till people play it. Um, Trails in the Sky is on its way to being one of my favorite RPGs. Um,
3: and that's that's saying something because it's it's you know when you haven't really yeah um, had much ex- exposure to it yet, but yet it's still shot up there.
0: Yeah, it shot up there fast. Um, It's definitely up there. Um, As far as... It doesn't have a lot of magic in it. And I think some people may be turned off without the lots of mythical elements presented. Um, But I think hands down it has the best female written characters in, in RPGs. Um, Interesting. It's a I bold statement It yeah. is a bold statement And I, you know I could be wrong But it isn't that Superficial Strong that you get where they're cool And sexy and they like You know and this isn't to say Superficial because I completely approve of this But it's not just that they own their sexuality That makes them strong and stuff like that Right? Like it's There's multiple layers to it So the main character Estelle She is a tomboy but she also has like feelings for other characters and she's really accepting of people too there's this one joke moment where uh, another female character that she's trained with in the second chapter where um they are they, they're like really buddy buddy and there's a point where she's like you know after being with you for so long i think it's time for me to ask you if you will you know be with me like this forever and everyone's thinking like she's gonna ask her out and um and estelle um is into boys but she doesn't want to be mean so she's like well you know thanks and i'm not sure how this will work out because you know there's this guy and and she's like what are you talking about i, would, I just want to be your rival <laughs> And like, she's like oh Okay. <laughs> and oh, I see. It's one of those clear, stupid 90s gay jokes that, that shouldn't be in there, but it also, it does show that Estelle isn't this gigantic dick. Um, mm-hmm. And Estelle, and she's not perfect. Like the first game, the first half of it is her being underestimated and screwing up a lot. And so when you get to the second game, she's such a better warrior and detective and like, bracer which is the job that she is and she right. shows more of that growth it's just it's well done it's well done um but yeah have you really been like yeah it's a good game highly recommended to anybody who likes jrpgs um but yeah that's what i've been up to
1: so if one of you guys want to take over <laughs> oh i guess i'll go um so first i'm gonna i'm gonna just start out with uh I think I'm gonna stop playing XCOM because not only did my save file, my switch fucking, you know, get corrupted. No. My XCOM no. mirror squad save file, I'm currently stuck in a breach I cannot do. Oh no. So like for some reason, so like this mission had three different breach breaches I have to go through. I was right. on the second one. I grabbed the item I needed to grab. I just killed all the enemies. And after that, you're supposed to move on to the third breach, where like you set up. Okay, here's where I'm gonna break through the window, whatever. But it won't happen. the The new mission indicators are there, but I cannot. It will not move forward. I am just stuck moving the characters around. That's it. So you're like soft
0: lock, or I'm
1: what? soft And the worst part is that I'm playing on Iron Man mode, which means I don't have. I can't, like, back up another save file because there's only one save file.
3: That seems like a problem. And I don't just mean that in, like, a, in a small sense. Yeah. But that seems like a thing that needs to be addressed on a, like, programming level. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But, like, I, I haven't seen any, like, recent updates for this game, so I don't know if, like, FireRocks no. is, like... Eh, whatever. We're done with it, so. Well, you know, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just always, not play it.
0: You can always make another safe file. No one has. No, to I got,
1: it. dude. I got so far. Oh. There's like three. There's like three different things you have to. I don't want to spoil it because you know this scam. Still, like it came out like last year, maybe I think. Mm-hmm. Right. There's like three factions you have to like, kind of like, go through missions with each to find mm-hmm. out if one is like the real bad guy. I was almost done with the second one.
3: Yeah, that's that's frustrating.
1: Yeah, so you know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna take a break from XCOM. That's probably a good idea.
3: That seems like a case where if you can't figure out a way to fix it, the best thing to do would be take a break from it and then come back if you're gonna replay it. Like, (laughs) stay away from it for a while and then come back. I mean, I wanna
1: I wanna beat it because you know X because you know I've been I'm I'm not really worried about XCOM 2 because I've already beaten that game a couple times. Chimera squad was like I was, you know, I was getting back into the groove of it because I stopped mm-hmm. playing it for a while. But now this happened, so I guess I'm gonna just wait for a bit. It can be debilitating. Um, yeah, I did play a one mission for the new Monster Hunter Rise demo. I've only played like the how to how to control. Yeah, it's I I see what James means when it's it's not it's not intuitive. Well, so here's the deal. I I mean, like, it's... It's not
0: intuitive if you don't know how to play Monster Hunter already. If you are coming from Monster Hunter World, it's fine. Like, if you are just... If you play Monster Hunter World one week ago, and you didn't play anything for another week, and then you hopped back on to it on this, it's the same control pattern. It's everything. It's just Monster Hunter World on the Switch. But... The problem is is that you haven't played Monster Hunter in a while, and that's the problem that makes it unintuitive. You get what I mean. But when I say that about Rising, I don't want people to think I mean it as that game. I mean it as a series, like yeah, Monster it, Hunter. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. This. What were you gonna say?
3: Yeah, the control scheme in that game is a little bit funky. <laughs> like... It's it's
0: it's poorly. It's if you're looking for intuitive gameplay. It's poorly designed. Um, it gets fun when
3: you learn the hang of it. But that's the thing. Is it's just not intuitive.
0: It's up to the standards of, um, you know, get the alarms ready. It's the same as Dark Souls. Yes, it really is. As far it as, it as, honestly. Far as um, accessibility quickly into a game. Not that it's bad, not that the features are useless, and not that it's done incorrectly, but when I think of intuitiveness, I mean, if I can give it to anybody, and within about five minutes they figured out how to play most of the game, basically, Monster Hunter and Dark Souls is not that, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, yeah, I just wanted to correct on that point, Arnold. I don't want you to think that I'm just saying, like, oh, yeah, Rising is the only one that's badly done.
1: Well, no, I was just saying, like, I the controls are just funky. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was not You know.
0: But do you? Okay. So, question. Because you said the controls are wonky. Do you mean that for right? Like, I. Or I I'm pretty
1: monster? sure I can get into it. And I didn't hear that bit. What'd you say? Oh, I was going to ask you. Do you feel that
0: the controls for Monster Hunter World were wonky?
1: Not really, but that's because that was my first Monster Hunter World. So. Well, here's my question: the controls aren't different. I think they are. What makes you say that? I haven't played in a while, but I think. The attack buttons are different. Mm-mm. I don't remember. I, I'll have to play it. It's been a while.
0: So. No, nothing. I'll, I, I'll I went back. It. I went back and looked over it. I'll give you the dog can become unintuitive because he's in That's a whole new thing. Um, and maybe even using the the hook shot is not completely the same as the other hook shot. But on a basic level, I knew what to do when I got in there. Like the dude was like, look at that box over there And it has items, and I was like, yeah, 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 I know what to do And like, you know, I knew how to run I knew how to take my weapon out I knew how to put it back up, I knew how to move around Everything I knew what to do Is just, it's Monster Hunter And if you ain't played it for at least 10 hours It's not going to become second nature um, So maybe I misspoke And maybe I gave Arnold A bias ahead of time I shouldn't have done that But I personally, Arnold, don't think that its game controls are fundamentally different from Monster Hunter World. Um, I just think Monster Hunter as a franchise is unintuitive.
1: Okay, but I mean, Um, like, this will be my second Monster Hunter.
0: Oh, no, I know. I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying you did something wrong. I'm saying I probably misspoke by implementing that into your head by going, like, yeah, this control scheme is crazy. But what I should have said was Monster Hunter as a game series has crazy controls.
1: Okay. Um,
3: should have yeah. said Monster Hunter is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, Arnold. Um, aside from that, I finally have cleared the first... Um, one of the first bosses of the Crimson Court in the Darkest Dungeon DLC.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I gotta say, that was not... <laughs> that was not fun. Uh... For those who don't know, the Crimson Core DLC is like, it's very, it's not, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. They added like a new, uh, it's, it's basically like the Vampire DLC.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, every enemy has a chance to infect your hero with the um, Crimson Curse, which basically means you have to keep one other item in your inventory, which is um, blood, to feed them because otherwise they'll slowly just start dying. So it spreads
3: vampirism to your. Mind.
1: Yeah, but um, now I was actually lucky. I went through like three different missions without anyone getting it. It was only on the mission to kill the Baron that I got it. But they yeah. like appear on other like dungeon, uh, other dungeon runs. That they actually don't appear on other dungeon runs until you attempt your first run at the Crimson Core DLC. Um, but you want to do it. I'm not gonna say try to do it early because. That that shit gets it's it's just hard. Um because the maps are twice as big. It's not easy to navigate. Also the bosses the there's like Usually there's only one boss fight mm-hmm. in a dungeon run. With the exception of hey look, here's a very like hard enemy encounter, right? Um but in the, the DLC dungeon, oh, you'll run right into some bosses. There's multiple bosses in one run. Um but yeah I finally I I cleared it out. It wasn't it wasn't great because I lost three heroes. Hmm. Um but I'm trying to I've I've now stuck on one save file because I've made like three save files on my Switch for some reason. I, I deleted two of them. I restarted one. The one I'm on is the one I restarted. So I'm gonna just stick with this one. There's like a list you can check on your hub world on the hub. To see what, like, you can finish this game right out the path if you want to. But there's, like, a list of stuff you can accomplish that it checks out for you. And I kind of I just want to get the check the, just finish the list and Wait, then beat the game.
0: You don't make multiple
1: save files? No, no, no. So, like, what I mean is, like, there's different, well, there's no save file. There's no, like, saving. When you run a dungeon. Oh, that's
0: right, that's right, that's right. Sorry, it's like, you just kind of, it's like, um, it's like Hades. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of of like it's
1: like Hades, where it's like like... yeah, there's three different save files.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Because they're different. Yeah, they're different campaigns, and so I'm stuck. I'm I'm sticking to one now.
0: Okay. So
1: yeah, I'm I'm almost done with that entire list actually. I've just needed like maybe six more bosses, and then I need to get at least one of each hero to level six, and then the last three are like just defeating the darkest dungeon, which is you know, the main mission of the story of the game. Yeah. Which will be easy.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I, I say easy because, they're easy, you know, they're, you have to get them no matter what, but they're not going to be easy because they're the hardest dungeon in the game. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Honestly, for me, I started, oh, my Pokemon Nuzlocke, for people who care. I know some people might not. I've lost, hold on. I lost Grandma. For those who don't know, Grandma is uh, is my meta type. I don't know why I have her still so alive. She's dead. <laughs> I lost her because my dumbass forgot the healer, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm gonna just hit him with the uh, confusion because she doesn't have a fighting type for some reason. Maybe she I doesn't have a fighting make type move.
0: Arnold make like a list of his Pokemon on a Nuzlocke and put it up on our Patreon. I have. <laughs> I have.
1: I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
3: Arnold was already, and
1: then I hear a Patreon. I have, well, I have, well, I have actually have a Google Doc, so okay. I can keep track of because I have to keep track of what I catch in each trout. I was writing it down, but then I'm like, what if I leave it at home and i play at work? I'm just saying, so saying just because you're dog.
0: always giving daily updates. Why not put it on Patreon? But uh, what are you going to say, Aren't Um, Dustin, sorry.
1: Oh, I was gonna
3: say yeah. I could see that. Like maybe even if, if Arnold would be up to giving people some input on what what uh, he should name things and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: like yeah, I I don't see why not. Um, I'll, I'll work on that. I'll, I'll get I'll get on that.
1: Um, uh, okay.
0: But yeah, okay. Uh, mean, yeah, we just, just beat the
1: somebody the second- out
3: there's gonna be like I want to name Arnold's Pokemon. I'm gonna go on Patreon.
0: I'm gonna make it like Stanky Butt. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing bad. No, that's fine. No, bad things are fine.
3: This <laughs> as long as they're not <laughs> nothing like real racist so
0: bad, nothing, real bad. like
3: racist, transphobic, use homophobic. your yeah,
0: use your brains. If you come on here like and you think the, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say if you get on here and you think, you know, you've been listening to this podcast and go, Oh yeah, James will be completely accepting if I put racist homophobic shit on here. Why would he be upset? And then if I do that and you scream censor, you I dare you. To scream since <laughs> <laughs> First Amendment rights. My first amendment rights mean I can say bad things and not be punished. You oh, know though? Oh yes. Yeah, they,
3: they said you can you're free to say things. But yeah,
0: you just say what, what, what's I'm the saying? saying? What's the saying? Talk well, shit. Yeah. Get hit. Exactly. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Um but um, anyway. anyway. Um uh, but yeah. Okay then Arnold. Um Dustin, what have you been up to? Um, so,
3: I learned a valuable lesson. Actually, I knew this already, but I forgot this value. So, when you buy a Blu-ray player, don't forget you dang HDMI cables.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they,
3: don't, they don't come in the box.
1: They don't. What? They don't? Some, Some don't. No, a lot of, a do. lot of them do not. You probably should have bought a PS4 then.
3: I guess I should have just got a PS5. That's what I should do. No. Anyway, um, but yeah, I was going to watch some anime this week. I have, like, a stack of anime. I have Zeta Gundam. I have, um, what else do I have? I have? I have the whole series of Zeta Gundam and the movies. There's, like, three movies. Um, I've had them for, like, months. I have not watched them yet. Uh, I have All Star. It's on my list. I'm going to watch. go back and watch Outlaw Star again so I can be a wheel boomer again and talk about Outlaw Star. Um, but I love that show. Uh, I've got another old show, which I will talk more about when I get to watch it. It's like six episodes, so probably next week I'll have watched the whole thing. But anyway. Is it Fully um, coolie? No, it's not Fully coolie actually. Dang. <laughs> it's, it's a mech show, but it's a, it's by Gainax, though. So there is that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about it. Nobody I don't think on here has watched it. It's really it's not that old, but it's, it's fairly old. Okay. Um, but we'll talk about it next week. Um, I did play a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters yesterday, Mm -hmm. and it was really fun, because, A, my internet worked fine, which is unusual sometimes, but anyway, um, but yeah, it was with some friends of mine that, um, we used to play fighting games, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, when we talked about, in the episode, when we talked about, um, uh, what video games have done for you mm-hmm. uh, some of the people that i was specifically talking about who may or may not listen to the podcast i don't know i have shared it with them um, they but, better you
0: listening <laughs> now Stay um but yeah <laughs> they
3: uh we we used to play fighting games um we're all over the place now well one of them's still in georgia as well uh one of them's in the hawaii but anyway um yeah we played a lot of fighters and i did okay. All of us are really, really rusty, so we're all around the same skill level. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny, because I forgot how um, when you start playing a fighting game, if you kind of understand the concepts, it comes back to you. Yeah. And so I started off real bad, and then I started learning, oh yeah, this move has uh, has um, hits a, has an overhead in it, and that throws people off because they block low and get hit with the overhead. Or... Um, this has cross-up. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm still picking a team. My uh, friends have already settled on teams. We got some, some, a lot of Android 21 in this crew. Oh, God. Mm. She's, real, she's
0: real good, and that's part of it. And she's fun. She, she is, but I hate when I see too many of the same characters. on. Yeah, I'm
3: the same way. I like Android 21 a lot. But because we have people playing her um, already, I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm that uh, type. Yeah, uh, I, I, my team may Videl because I really like how Videl plays. As it turns out, um, I played around with Videl. I play, I, I played a lot of Future Trunks is my best character.
0: Yeah, Future um, Trunks is pretty solid. He's a pretty
3: good character. Um, yeah, he's good. He actually, what's funny too is uh, he'll appreciate this, James. Uh, and anybody out there who's played Guilty Gear. Um so Trunks's voice actor in Japan is the same guy who voices Kai um yeah, yeah, yeah. From Guilty Gear and a lot of his moves are animated the same way and have the same properties because oh, Arts makes both funny. games. That's funny. Um, yeah like like if you look at Dustloop which is a wiki for uh, fighting games they make a lot of like like nerd like fighting game jokes. Mhm. And a lot of the ones on Trunks' page are, are Guilty cute jokes. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, other people I've played around with, uh, Adult Gohan or like Mystic Gohan, as some people call him. Um, I kind of want to play Broly, because Broly is weird. Because Broly is like a zoner grappler, which is a weird combination.
0: Mm, okay. It makes yeah, sense for his
3: character. But, yeah, it's weird, because he's got good range pressure is what that means. He's a sonar, um, for those of y'all who aren't, is, I guess, the kind of nerd. And he's a, uh, a grappler, which means he's a big bruiser character with a lot of throws and such. He's Zangief, yeah.
0: for those of you who just need an example in head.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Zangief, except he also has a lot of fireball.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just stick with the Zangief, then get it. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. He, he's fun
3: though. Um yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting I forgot how fun some of the the uh, different characters are. I got to play out I, I try some of the new ones too. I hadn't played much of them. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Made dabble with Kefo a little bit. I'm liking I'm liking rushdown people with crossover for some I don't know
0: why Rushdowns are my go-to in any fighting game. I almost exclusively play rushdown characters. Um which is always to my detriment because they're so squishy. But
3: yeah, I like them. at least you're not playing old Chip Zanuff in old old school Guilty Gear, who was so 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 terrible because he mm-hmm. had so little health
2: mm-hmm. and
3: not enough damage to make up for it. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was an end joke for us when we when we played Guilty Gear, of how people would play Chip just to see if they could actually win a match against one friend's Potemkin, because as soon as Chip got grabbed. Like, at least a quarter of his health, if not a half of his health, disappeared.
0: Tisk tisk. I know <laughs> what you mean, because I used to play Chip a lot in the arcades. Yep. Um but, all- but, yeah. Okay, cool, cool then. Well, that was our patch notes. Let us jump into our key items. The key items for this episode is usually what we talk about. Well, what the topic is. But, as we talked about it previously, we don't want to tell any of you. Because we were here first. And you aren't true key items people. So you can't (laughs) join the club. We're talking about gatekeeping. That's a joke. Um, Gatekeeping in nerd media as a broader term... And I hope this becomes another series. We have a lot of series in the works that we can kind of go back to, and I'm going to go down the list so we can come back to some series that we have and revisit them. Um, Let me. Can but, I interject right quick? Yeah. Um, do you think it
3: would be since we have a Patreon, um, it would be worth like tossing out a poll there on what pe- what series people would like to hear more of in the immediate future?
0: Maybe. Maybe. Going to think about it. <laughs> I got to think about that. Okay. I I, I, I tend to no, enjoy. No promises. Yeah, no
3: promises. I
0: make no promises. I'll be completely frank and honest with our audience who do listen here. I like making the content that we enjoy kind of doing. Um, and that's fake. I don't want to have people want us to do a certain thing and it's not met. Um yes. And I that's don't. Like- I, I want them to be here because they enjoy what we're putting out and not necessarily living through us vicariously. That's never healthy. Does everyone know that? Um,
3: but and also if you, do too, if you cater too much, you wind up like leaving somebody out.
0: I don't want to right. I don't want to leave anyone out. I want everyone who's listening in supporting. We us. don't want to keep right, some of our right. No, I will say <laughs> this. I will say this. Um, there may be certain more joke filled episodes, I may just take like Dustin's saying, like once a month, maybe or something. Mm-hmm. I may throw in like a poll for that. And that could be like a community based episode. Yeah. But, I don't think that yeah, but don't, we'll talk yeah, we'll think about it. have some more discussion. About oh this. yeah. Sorry yeah, to yeah. bring it up in the middle of the episode. Yeah, but. it's that's fine. We'll <laughs> we'll talk about it outside the episode. Um anyway, so this episode is about um gatekeeping. And gatekeeping in video game um, media is more known, but it's everywhere. It's in nerd media. It's in anime. It's anywhere that there's a large enough fan base where there are people who are there prior to more people coming in. Um so to give an example of gatekeeping or a definition a rough definition of gatekeeping because there's not an actual full-on one gatekeeping is a loosely based term for people who have been part of a a group of interest so we'll start we'll say people who are part of dragon ball z people who are into dragon ball z and let's say you didn't start with dragon ball like a few people may have done with dragon ball z You could have started with GT, you could have started with Super, and you are speaking with them and collectively talking to them, but because your knowledge is not as full-based as theirs, or they were older than you, or maybe even started it before you, they are insulting towards you, dismissive towards you, and um, um, honestly trying to push you out of the franchise. You'll hear that about girls who play video games with guys talking about these are just girl gamers who are just trying to, like, get attention from people because they play games. Um, You'll hear it from people who will say, I don't like this thing of mine that I enjoy has gotten really big and popular. Um, That is actually when I was younger. That was my most guilty thing of gatekeeping. Um, Everyone, everyone is everyone starts off gatekeeping at some point. Um, I don't care who you are. I don't care how open you think you are. You're a human being. Tribalism is a potent drug in our systems. and People want
3: to be a part of things. And unfortunately, sometimes to be a part of things, they think, oh, well, if I want to be a part of this, then there's got to be somebody who's not a part
0: of It feels better to exclude somebody than to include people by the basic nature of predatory ideals. And yes. it is not uncommon. Listen, everyone, when I'm saying this, Don't, at least when it comes to video games and stuff like that, if you're like this in real life, you need to work on that. But like, if you're like this with video game stuff and it's your first offense or something like that, don't think of yourself as a piece of shit. Um, Just will do better by people because gatekeeping exists. Um, And it comes in all sorts of little things, little, little shit. Like, you know, you could be like um, someone could say, oh, I've been playing this video game. And, man, this boss is really hard. And you'll go, ho, oh, ho, wait till you get to the other bosses. You know, this boss is nothing. You're just dealing with that. And then you'll, it'll be fine. you see, yada, yada, yada. Um, or, like, I didn't, like, Arnold put, um, Dustin put up a joke on there where, like, people are like, I didn't have an issue. Like, you know, get good with stuff. This happens in mostly, the easiest way to look at it is it happens with popular video game series. Mm-hmm. So, um, a Big Boogeyman in the Room, Dark Souls. Um... It, but not the only Not the only one. By far, not the only one. Um, but it's there's, and, and, and I think something that should be disclosed too, as well, is that being able to understand the difference between gatekeeping and people who are trying to get you to take in everything of a series, which can sometimes be off putting as well. But I think when people really want you to get into something, they want you to get into all of it. Right. Um, but that can be just as bad. But it's not like gatekeeping, which is an intentional thing to ruin the fun and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. I want us to do some soul searching for a moment, and I want all of our listeners yeah, to do soul this.
3: searching. Yes. I don't know if I can handle.
0: This. Yes, I want everyone to look within themselves and be honest. Don't nah. bullshit. No one, and I'm not just talking to my um, my co-hosts. There are many people listening to this and doing this exercise. Don't fuck with me. Like, (laughs) sit there and think (laughs) about yourself and be real with yourself. You're a human being. You make mistakes. You do stuff that's not right. It's okay. You grow when you open your fucking mouth and say it out loud from it, not when you bury it inside your little brain, okay? So I'll start first. I'll be, you know, practice what I preach here. I want people to think of the times they've been the most gatekeeping, and when they have been gatekeeped, <laughs> or when people have gate- performed the act of gatekeeping against them. When they've been gatekept, if gatekept, <laughs> keep it. I like keep it <laughs> gatekeep it. Um, but like when you've been gatekept, or when people have performed gatekeeping against you. So mm. I'll go with. It's harder for me to tell when people have been gatekeeping to me because. I was an idiot child and wanted friends. So I was just were a, kind of.
3: a poor, naive soul who just <laughs> wanted some friends.
0: I just wanted friends. Um, but um, I will say. Oh, actually, I have something I know now. Um, my gatekeeping has always been. And I've said this many times on the podcast before. With JRPGs are really, really, really difficult platformers. These are my two bread and butters. Um, Also character action games. So old school Devil May Cry games. And Mm. now there's different things with it too. So I'll clarify. Devil May Cry, I have never wanted. I've never told people not to play it. Mind you, my gatekeeping has never been to keep people from playing it. It's a superiority complex thing. Um so when it came to to Devil May Cry I actually I considered as gatekeeping but I never made it problematic. I just stopped enjoying the series as much the more popular it got. I never hated that other people enjoyed it or enjoyed the game series. I however am one of those nerds that was made fun of for liking certain things and Devil May ah. Cry was one of them. So hmm. when it became popular I became really like, oh my God, I hate that everyone likes this and everything. It's become this big AAA thing. And it's always been a AAA game, but it's been like bigger and a thing. And Mm -hmm. over time, I would just complain about other people. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like other people playing it. And as I mature and got older, you know, around the time Devil May Cry 5 came out, I was like, okay, I don't like Devil May Cry 5, not like other people. But I know now why people like it. It's for the Mm -hmm. exact opposite reasons of why I like Devil May Cry, but there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I had a conversation with some teens I know the other day and they freaking, they, they, every time they do this thing, whenever I disagree with them, they'll act like I just said that like God doesn't exist. And so they're like asking me like a thousand other things. And I'm like, settle down, children. I just don't like what you like. And I have to try to like tell them that I don't think they like something is stupid. Um, and they all, they'll they always ask me like 50 questions. I'm like, I've already explained it to you. Why can't you just say I've made you upset because I don't like the thing that you like? <laughs> um, but I talk to them about Devil May Cry and I can put to words for why I don't like Devil May Cry. It is the, the atmosphere of the game. It's the deliverance of the game. It's all about the, you know, getting a lot of people into the series. And that's fine. I think people should be able to enjoy Devil May Cry 5. But I don't like all that prance and pop anymore when it comes to video games as much. Mm. And so it turns me off. Um, Devil May Cry is a bad example because it's actually a really healthy form of me not liking a series based off my own personal things but not hurting other people with it. Um, But I'll use another example. Um, I'm going to go with JRPGs. JRPGs for the longest time have been something that I've used as a badge of intelligence. And when you're not the muscle kid of the group, you try to use your intelligence as a thing. And so for me, JRPGs were my gatekeeping game. You know, I will make fun of people who couldn't play them well or thought they were bad and yada, yada, yada. I would want them to play them so we could talk about them, enjoy them. But if they did not in my brain, I would just be like, well, you're just not capable of it. Um... And honestly, those are my worst offenses, if I'm honest, when it comes to gatekeeping. I've never been one to keep people out of games. Um, In fact, I am very good at finding games that people will enjoy. Um, But, you know, I wanted to admit some sins as a gamer that I've had and stuff like that. I'm going to think about when other people have gatekeep, kept me out of stuff. It's harder for me to think of that. So you guys can go people ahead with slap
3: the door in your face. Yeah, I'm trying under. to think.
0: It's happened quite a lot, but my brain has like reinterpreted it in different areas. So I'll let Dustin and Arnold go. Uh,
3: do you want to go? Or do you want me to go first,
2: Arnold?
0: Uh you can go. Okay. Um. So, um,
3: this is an I know like a lot of the things that kind of stuck with me too of sort of that mentality of oh people just can't appreciate this. This thing because they're them, they are not like me, an mm-hmm. intellectual, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, what's interesting is, uh, I think, when it comes to gatekeeping, this is the thing that sticks out to me is um, just in general, is um, fighting games because I was talking about that at length earlier and some of the terminology. and I was trying to kind of unpack it without nerding out too much on everybody in the audience, um, but yeah, that's the thing too. That for a long time. I feel like like it didn't necessarily impact me in the same way because I don't think I was excluded, and I tried not to exclude other people um, when we would play fighting games a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, there's definitely sort of a level of like, oh, this person can't do this. And I think, speaking of like experience of being to somewhat, um, and I think it still has stuck with me to this day, um, is... Um, Smash Brothers melee and <laughs> yeah, the friggin' dashing and uh all the insta block or insta or whatever it's called where you do the, the little bubble thing and do it like what second mm-hmm. anyway um, yeah and I remembered like I could not get good at at melee and I'll just mm-hmm. throw up to it like and it it made me a little bit like I hated like playing it in some ways because I was just not very good at it compared to. Um, other games, and I think to some degree, while that community has some problems, I'm a little biased toward it, because I'm like, oh, it's
0: that game. I can um, I can attest and be witness to this. <laughs> we had discussions about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, because there was other games like Street Fighter or like Tekken, where I could get into those, and I could do fairly well. Like when another um, game with Smash Brothers, it was kind of, oh, it's Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah um, I'm trying to think of specific examples Um, I know for me I would always like I I think James and I had similar experiences in some ways of being like oh I want to talk about um, this with somebody but also I don't want to like what's the word I'm looking for Uh, give up this sense of like oh I
0: have this you don't want to give up the exclusivity that." that comes with it You know, yes, you you're in a club all your own or with a few people um, in a when you like a certain series. It's kind of how um, and I am not calling out Tales fans with this. Please no one think I am. But it's kind of like if you have Tales fans and too many people start enjoying Tales. Mm -hmm. It hasn't happened yet. So I'm just being, you know, like giving like a scenario here. But Tales is a very niche game series. Um, or at least it was, and yes. it's getting bigger, and it's becoming much more AAA. like much more <laughs> AAA. And I'm starting to feel those tinges. I'm starting to feel those tinges because I've seen the newest one coming out, and while it looks great, I want to play it. I'm like, hmm, it's starting to look, it's starting to look a little bit like action um, character it action game. Looks a little
3: too much like one of those those preppy games. Yeah, with the cool kid playing.
0: <laughs> looks a little bit like Devil May Cry. 5 and stuff like that. Same thing with Final Fantasy 16. And I don't think I think it becomes gatekeeping when you're negative to other people for enjoying it. You can be negative towards it for your own personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Um I think it becomes gatekeeping when you interject that onto other people in some way, even if it's just in your head, you know. Yeah.
3: I will also own up to earlier in the episode, I mentioned, oh, no one's probably seen this. That's a little bit of gatekeeping, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, all,
0: it's all little nuances. It's like its like any form of microaggression. Yeah, That's hard to say. It's yeah. kind
3: of a microaggression.
0: For those of you who don't know or don't want to admit that you do microaggressions, which you do, um, <laughs> microaggressions are when you subtly drop in the little things that if you were that person, it would be offensive. But you yourself do not find that that way mm-hmm. because you cannot perceive the integrities that are in the, in the little nuances that are inside of what you're saying um we won't get into how that works in like actual real world stuff like racial shit and stuff like that but oh, yeah. it's little things it's it's like if you're not a black person and you say to a black person haha yeah black don't crack
3: mm-hmm. that's a fucking microaggression somebody's like
0: oh james is so well spoken yeah james is so well spoken which oh my god that's actually thank you dustin That has been said multiple times in my life. I'm sorry. I I apologize. I have. Oh, you're fine. You're fine.
1: I know what you're saying. I have one through. He like racist, huh? Is that like low key kind of racist? That's what a microaggression is. is. Because it's It's implying that since James
0: is most that most black people are not well spoken like. Oh, I've been I've been told that I'm not like them. Yada yada, dude. I've been the whole mile. Um. Arnold, you want to know a microaggression that's going to make you feel really weird now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do we're gonna do some education here. You know your hair, yeah. You know how people really like your hair, yeah. Notice how how many of them are not Latino. <laughs> I never really thought about that. Yeah, I know. It that's what a micro. So okay. Hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> a little bit of a a little bit of a mental psychology lesson for everyone here. Microaggressions are problematic, but they are not as bad as some of the other things we have to deal with right now. Microaggressions, they're not ideal, but they're right. not the worst. Microaggressions go away when you get rid of the macroaggressions. So, calling someone the N-word straight up to their face, telling a Latino person to go back home or that they don't pay taxes in America. Stupid shit like that. Those are macroaggressions that produce microaggressions. So when people actually say that your hair, Arnold, is nice, don't get me wrong, you do have nice hair. But notice the people who say that your hair is nice. And the reason that is is because your hair is different than theirs, and they don't—they're not around enough people who b- may be similar to you physically, and thus they are like, "Oh my goodness, this is special," as opposed to you just being a person. You know, when mm-hmm. I get on here and I say I don't give a fuck about people or anything to got to do, that's me eliminating some microaggression. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm not impressed by anything the humans have um but yeah so that's a little thing i know I've probably exploded arnold's brain but since i've done that let's go to arnold arnold tell us <laughs> is that a microaggression james Are you yeah i guess i will we'll leave
1: i'll talk to you guys later <laughs> <laughs> i got some to contemplate about
3: <laughs> arnold's like sitting it's like that that uh see the guy just like sitting there like in the space. He just <laughs> he stares. stares. <laughs> He's just off in the distance.
1: Um, Got that? Th- Got that three-mile yard uh, stare. Yes. <laughs> um, but Arnold, tell
0: us. Tell us some. A, a Mike, not a Mike. Sorry. <laughs> tell us yes, some microaggressions. Of- <laughs> well, Dan,
1: Dan, let me tell you all about the things you make me mad about. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me, um, Arnold. Um, tell me some times where you
1: have been a gatekeeper first. I'm not even gonna lie. I. I know i said like i was like an elitist in dark souls and stuff mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever done like i've done the like oh man you're only a real gamer if you say said like if you don't mm-hmm. if you play this game i don't think i've ever really said that so
0: thing
1: you've never done
0: that but you you've definitely <laughs> done gatekeeping <laughs> i've been a witness for it i'm just i'm just wondering if you are thinking of the same thing or if you have another moment so no don't think of gatekeeping, Arnold, as you outright pushing somebody to not play something. Because like I said in in the podcast today, I have never outright told people not to play something. Right? Um, my things have always been, I liked it first, are, mm. you know... If you're um, a real fan, you would have played this one. Bullshit like that. I've said things like that in the past, like when I was younger and shit like that. Um, That's the kind of gatekeeping I did. So there's multiple forms of gatekeeping. Um, I definitely think Dark Souls was where your gatekeeping happened, in my personal opinion. You may disagree. Um, But I feel Dark Souls was where your gatekeeping happened. Yeah. but yeah, maybe, I don't know. What do you think,
1: Arnold? Or is there something else you thought of? No, I'm just trying to think of, like, when I ever told someone, like, I guess not just don't play this game because you're not good at it, but like, mm, you know, you're only really good. No, you've like, never I, I might have, I'm pretty sure I said
0: that, so maybe. I've never seen you say that. I've never said you seen you well, say... Well, James,
1: you don't go to school with me, do you? Well, I, I would I hope.
0: I would hope. You're not like that at school, but maybe you are. You tell us, Arnold. You you tell us. Like uh, I'm giving. I'm trying to save you here, but you're like, nah, dog. I'm a I'm a dick. But you don't know me. The fuck? You don't know me. I, I yell at babies. <laughs>
1: no, I don't do that. What do you mean, James? I'm like, don't even your. look at children. I'm like, fuck your diaper. Um. <laughs> so you know, mm. yeah, like, yeah, you tell me. Oh, probably like. When I tell people, like, man, you really like FPS. Have you played Halo?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you
0: out here because <laughs> I like oh, doing yeah. this. Wow. Um, I think one of the biggest gatekeeping moments I've seen you do recently was when I tried to get you to look at the video about <laughs> Dark
1: Souls Two, and you—now just memeing on you. <laughs> <laughs> Chase, do you not know what memeing is? No, I've seen the a, video
0: because I'm an adult.
1: <laughs> I,
0: but Chase, no, me, I don't hear memes. I'm an adult. But no, I'm going to gatekeep yeah.
1: you from memeing that. Here's
0: the reason. Here's the reason I say that. You know, you say that. By the way, sorry. Go ahead. I'll, oh, I'll pick up. One oh, this okay, let me explain myself here, Arnold. I'm not saying that you didn't watch it or anything like that. I'm not saying that. Um, but it's little nuances that you have about it. And it's the same, again, I'm not picking on you here. I'm picking on myself because it's the same things. Um don't oh, know, man.
1: You said my name five times. Even, it might be about me. <laughs>
0: even, if, even if you're memeing, though, Arnold, and here's something important about memeing, particularly in the, the joke culture that's now with nerds and the media in general. When people say they're memeing or they're joking, always remember jokes in almost all comments are based off of something else. They're not a vacuum. We actually ninety and you, you know, if you notice, it, about like fifty to sixty percent of the jokes that you make when it's done against someone else giving you something is a defensive reaction to a displeasurable moment. So, um, if you, for instance, and I'll take you out of the equation, we'll use your brother as a better example. When I had you both watching the video. Your brother kept making grunt noises the entire time for any point that the person was making. Now, him disagreeing with it is fine and fine, but why go through all that effort to make noise? You know what I mean? Like, everybody... (laughs) is man. Well, no, but no, I'm not, like, saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's an intentional reaction. Like, Mm -hmm. people react and do things as a defense mechanism for something that they may feel is being attacked. And Hmm. while that's something you need to work on It's better to be aware of it And know where that core is coming from People will feel attacked People will defend the game that they like That's fine, that's okay The point is when it comes to gatekeeping And learning how to manage your Not gatekeeping-ness, as it were Is to Find out why you're doing it And to better learn like To learn a better way to interpret that And then post that out to people When speaking to them So, for instance, nowadays, when me and you talk, um, we can have pretty heated debates about, like, Dark Souls or other games like that. And I know for a fact with me, a few years back, I would just say, um, Dark Souls is stupid. You know, I don't like that game. But then a few years before that, I would say Dark Souls is the get good game, and if you can't beat it, you're not really good at video games. You know? I have been through all the stages. Nowadays, I can say... Dark Souls is a quality game series that is difficult, but I do not care for that game series because it has a few features in it that do not appeal to me, but I see that some people may enjoy it." Now, you notice the difference between all those ways of saying it.
1: Some would say, that's just not liking a game with a lot of steps. <laughs> <laughs> I you need to turn one sentence into a paragraph. <laughs>
3: But you know sometimes though you really just got to get that word count.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I need that 500 page. James. Also,
1: intelligent people typically use more words. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It could be easy to say I don't like it instead of well, I perhaps did not like it, this game. So let me give you a <laughs> counter argument to that. That was fu- that was Okay, fun. you were memeing. Okay. Okay. That's okay. That's I, wasn't, me- memeing.
0: I wasn't I wasn't sure. Saying. I wasn't sure. I'm old. I don't talk what I meme. do. Interesting
3: though, to think about it in that way, that they were sort of a stage of, oh, this is a game, and I played it, and I like it, Oh, but now too many people like it, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, well,
0: I don't like it, but it's good. Yeah, and it's based, I think, a lot of things is that our comfort level in a video game is not always based on the people around the game, but we use that as an excuse, because then you can exclude yourself from a group of people, which sounds better than just saying, i don't like this video game you know because then people will think that you just don't like them or something like
3: oh you don't like things that are good
0: right and i think a lot of gatekeeping comes from the core of people attaching themselves to what they enjoy you know Mm -hmm. it's it's a defensive mechanism because when you break it down what the fuck are you defending it's not real like you're defending cloud strife he don't exist, motherfucker. Like, you don't think you can defend
3: him? He is a... He's
0: polygons. Yeah. Yeah, he's polygons. And even if he was real, he's a warrior. Like, I you think know, he could defend himself. He got a sword. Right. So when you break it down, gatekeeping is more about the personal connection and the negative reaction that you have. It's the same reason for why people will defend Last of Us fervently. It's the same reason why people will defend Call of Duty fervently. It's like, it's why people who like can notice how bad like Metal Gear Solid is, but still be upset that people are... How dare bad. you say you're not
3: a true fan if you say it's
2: bad.
0: Right. <laughs> it's about people not wanting to embrace something that may be silly or embarrassing. You know, are yeah. looking at the concepts behind something and not embracing that and being like, yeah, I like this goofy thing. Yeah, I like playing high schoolers that shoot themselves in the head and magical, like, JoJo stands come out of it. It kind of, you know, like I enjoy playing this game where I have animal dog fights with this turtle and this frog, you know, like these are things that you can enjoy doing, but you don't have to be ashamed of doing. And I feel that gatekeeping is a byproduct of that. Not that they feel ashamed of it, but rather that um, gatekeeping is an avenue to keep people who you think don't deserve such quality stuff, you know, because this is yours. You've embraced this, you know. And, you know,
3: I think to some degree, too, there's a little bit on that note, too, of I like this. It's good. Oh, this person, I sometimes, you, you know, sometimes we feel like it's an attack on us. It's like, oh, you don't like the thing that I like, which means you don't like me. Right. I think to some degree, at least at one point, and for right. some people, there's a level of I, I like X but person two over here, I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so they don't get to enjoy this because
0: this is the good thing and it's my thing. And, and we're they, too- they don't like me, so why do they get to like this? And we may have a common ground then, and I don't want to have a common ground with someone I don't like. I don't want to empathize. It's honestly an act of rejecting empathy, really. Like, it's it's people not wanting people to enjoy something like that. And, I, and the reason I make this blanket statement that all gamers have done this, and they have, I still stand by this in some way, is because gaming in nerd culture in general is so personal. Um, particularly mm-hmm. nerds my age, we have honestly suffered some bullshit from people in the past for being nerds. And now no, nerd culture has become so popularized and mainstream, and being a nerd oh. is cool now, when it was really an insult. You know, and people have reasons for feeling upset about that. It's now how do you grow from that? You know, how do you improve that? And so now one thing I've done now is that I no longer get angry when I see someone with a I love nerds shirt or some like, you know, you get like um, someone like I started playing this video game series or something like that. And I've never played video games before. I don't care about that. Um, what I now think about is companies and how they prey on that ideal mm-hmm. because, you know, the Marvel movies are good, but fucking good God, we got too many of them. You know, it's they're in, <laughs> and the reason why is because they've gotten people into it that aren't into comic books. And, and from a marketing standpoint, it's a genius idea because they're going to shovel money at you anyway. Comic book people are picky. We may demand more because we've been here so long, but that's not, that's not the person who enjoys comic books fault. That's not a, against them who, who are now enjoying these movies. You know, um, I've seen your brother has been a victim actually recently of reverse gatekeeping where people who are new to a series believe themselves better than the people who are into it before, because now it's more popular um, with star Wars. So, where a lot of people will say oh the old stories and stuff were stupid the stuff made by disney though is the better stuff you know um I mean, those people are wrong the, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm gonna do some gatekeeping here you're fucking wrong <laughs> um but like but, but like in all honesty it's like no matter what you say the company's winning. Um, yeah, they're still getting their money. Now. They're still getting their money, and so I feel gatekeeping is that form of tribalism, that form of idealism, where you want to separate people from yourself, mm-hmm. and it is a personal feat. It's something that becomes so destructive in so many ways. And in this series, I do want to explore the things where, like, um, women are LGBT people who are so gate um, get hit with gate- gatekeeping so so hard again stuff like that um, it, it dwells into like people being turfs you know with trans women and stuff like that when it comes to like strong female protagonists and stuff like that are how guys will push other dudes into playing like call of duty and other more violent tone video games because oh you play Kirby what's wrong with you you know didn't you stop playing that as a baby you're not a man if you play Kirby um, oh Maybe. Toxic masculinity And it's it's a lot of that's based in this And people It's so ingrained in our culture when it comes to video games And anime and stuff like that We don't even notice We don't even think about that um, To such strong degrees It's like really really creepy Think about it Why does all the effeminate male characters In anime Seem creepy Like why there's no reason you can have an effeminate male character in an anime, and they just be an effeminate male character. But, mm-hmm. but most of the time they're creepy. Typically, yeah. they post them around children, or like um, other males, and it's always a shock they, value.
3: Or it's done as sort of a thing where they're like, oh, they're flirting with this this straight person instead of you know like mm-hmm. treated like a like. You know, like a regular conversation, Yeah, like a regular conversation instead of turning. Oh, they're imposing. Right.
0: They're they're trying to they're trying to dick them down. That's pretty much <laughs> what it is. They're like, they just want to fuck. That's just what LGBT people do. Right. They just they're born. They grow and they fuck. And it, <laughs> do, it just has to have legs. And it's like so so just the straight people the well no right? that's what they really make it out to be they make it out to be that if you are not cis and straight you just fuck shit that's just even though even though historically <laughs> cis straight people will literally jump into your village and fuck shit but you know <laughs> let's let's put this all on people who may be lgbt or identified differently than us and it's all based in gatekeeping and it's so strong in nerd culture mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it's gotten better it has
3: gotten yeah. better there's people are improving um like and some examples of ways think of, i think to some degree
2: mm-hmm.
3: we, t- we talked about easy modes in a previous episode i yeah. think that's a step in the right direction giving people the option if they're not necessarily like uh, uh, like an expert play. This is not to dismiss anybody, but if you know the game's hard, yeah, hard, they can tone it down a little bit and yeah. have more fun with, it. yeah. Or like yeah. the fighting game community, where now there's a lot of content creators, especially this year, where they're not able to go to tournaments. Who are like, hey, I'm going to post a bunch of videos and teach people how to do stuff because mm-hmm. I want people to be able to enjoy the game like I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Or where we have more game developers that are part of the LGBT and queer communities that are making their own video games that are about relationships and stuff like that because that's not talked about enough and identified enough. are mm-hmm. How they're just placed casually into video games by these developers, it's normalizing this, this stuff that's already normal um, more so for people who aren't willing to do the legwork themselves to enrich themselves to learn more. Getting more female protagonists as main characters, more um, strong young female protagonists as main characters that are being presented in different avenues and areas. Um, and not all of them having to be the big muscle bound um, female characters, but those characters exist too, because there's a range of people of different walks of life. Um, and having that, you know, putting that into effect is much more positive. I would like them to start to do more of the non masculine um male characters um but i know i know gay guys scares people the most for some reason yeah
3: for some reason people are like lesbians i'm okay with
0: you. lesbians all right Amen. man mm, i don't know man, about that. i don't know man they both got dicks i don't mm. <laughs> I don't like when I see two antenna be near each other. It's just, <laughs> it's just stupidity. It's what it really is. It's based off of that. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that gaming has shifted. I'm glad that we're getting more stuff. Um, and that it's developing more. Um, but yeah, gatekeeping in and of itself is, it's just to exclude. And I know people, the hard part is probably finding out where you were a gatekeeper. I know everyone listening now is like, I've never get, you have. Um, <laughs> At some
3: point, did you ever say, oh, but have you watched this? Well, clearly you need to, you're need. you
0: still a new fan. Hell, even if you're just like, this is the best thing ever and everything else isn't, you know. Okay. Well, you know, what's really great is Black Clover and
3: I don't know why people say it's really right. way better than Ricardo. Right. What, 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 in the- fact, in itself, by the way, was also some gatekeeping because I'm implying
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and hear me out people I know everyone's gonna be like Well it just sounds like Everything I do is gatekeeping No That's not the case What it really is Is that When you When you are aware Of what you're doing You can better Pronounce what you want To say to people In a way That Works You can still have Your favorite anime You can still tell people It's the greatest anime But It's about You can also Still dislike things Right but it's about adding words to it and elaborating and being more about this is what I'm seeing as opposed to speaking objectivity, objectively like, to people. I, I know that's a big issue I have when I'm talking to um, the young people, the teenagers that I talk to, because they think when I'm talking, I'm talking objectively. And when I do talk objectively, they can't tell that I'm speaking objectively objectively. <laughs> like I'll if I say something like, "Oh, that game, that I hate that game. It's stupid. It's just not for me. I don't like it. I don't i don't like this and I'm am it makes me bitch about this and everything like that." And they'll be like they'll ask 40, 50 different questions about like things and I'm like, "Guys, that game's good. <laughs> I'm just bitch like I just don't it's like good. it. I'm just bitching." <laughs> like like In owning up to the fact that you're just complaining, because that's what it is. In just remind them that you're an old man compared to man. I try. People gotta sit there and shake their cane. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Don't ever tell young people like why you do stuff is because you're old. (laughs) They get they get upset. They're like they're like how dare you be older? How dare you? Her, <laughs> like, um, but like, also no. I've got
3: an icon by the way to use in that in that chat, and i will send it to you. Okay, 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 okay. There okay. okay, you go. This can be
0: you. In oh chat. yes,
1: <laughs> this is perfect. Uh, yeah, I asked cranky con. I'll
0: use it momentarily. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like it is. It, it's it's a problem in game in nerd culture. But it's also something that I think is getting better. I think people are being more aware and they're, they're, they're putting in some legwork. They're trying to be better people. And I, I want that rather than anything else. Even if you gatekeep till you die. like If you're always acknowledging it and then backstepping on it and then apologizing and being better as a person, I applaud that effort. Um, because that's what it's about. Games are fun. Nerd culture is fun. Being into anime is great. Being into comic books is great. These are good things. You want to share them with people, you know, and embrace those parts um, that make people kind of come together and unite. We have enough on the planet making people try to be separate from each other. Let's all kind of bond with Trails in the Sky, which is a great video game series, by the way. I think everybody should play. (laughs) But, um, but no, yeah. Um... Yeah, that's, those are my closings on that. If you guys want to have a closing remark or statement about... Okay, keep go ahead. Well, I had it, but y'all, y'all don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's like, I got one. But you got to start at the very beginning, or else you just won't get it.
3: You got to go back to the beginning of the episode and start listening.
0: You got to go to, like, episode one? and like Yeah. <laughs> to it. Uh, I,
3: actually, I, I think you're right in the lot that people are getting a little bit better about it the key is really being aware of it and not going oh no i get doomed forever but going man maybe i should try to work on that maybe i should try to figure out ways to be a little more uh, open to to, oh this person doesn't like this thing it's okay or this person is new to this and maybe um maybe i can help them like you know appreciate it but not also do give give people because i think we mentioned this briefly Um, when you overload people with information because they get into a thing that you like, like reverse gatekeeping.
0: Yes. Where somebody,
3: rather than you closing the door and then you just like bury them in information. Oh, man.
0: I've done that. I am guilty of that. I will be into something and like it's (laughs) just, I'll just be like in this and this and this. Yeah, no, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like instead of gatekeeping, they come in and they
3: shut the door. So they're locked in there with
0: no, You're like It's just me You And all of my stuff 300 episodes of Dragon Ball Oh my goodness And man I've gotten So I've gotten real good at that I'll toot my own horn for that I'll be like Yeah This may be for you But you know what It may not look like If you would like to talk about it I'm here But I'm not gonna overload you mm-hmm. Now what I will admit I'll admit I'm a sneaky little fuck And I'll just drop it like subtle things i'll be like oh man look at this real cute scene oh man i do like this i'll do it like once every two weeks <laughs> gotta be subtle gotta, gotta be, be subtle, subtle. gotta not drip it into the rings um but yeah arnold any closing for yourself
1: <laughs> uh no nah, no nah, i think you said that well enough
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> Um and I will say this I'm going to I'm going to give Arnold one real quick defense. I know it sounded like earlier in the episode I was like saying Arnold you suck. You're a gatekeeper. Arnold is not um not like in the negative sense that his whole archetype is gatekeeping. Um, I think if you bring up Dark Souls, he transforms into like smog. And um,
1: I, I think what? I've, yeah, I think I've gotten better. Um, that,
0: but outside of Dark Souls, though, and a few other games, Arnold usually is like he'll get people into other stuff. I've seen it, and Arnold's young. He's like at the age where I was gatekeeping. Like I can't judge him. Like you know, um, he he is growing more and more. I, I um, we don't usually talk about age differences outside of jokes on the podcast but like yeah arnold himself yeah james is really just a grandpa i i can't i'm old i don't look old but i'm old my body is old uh my, old. my, my mind my mind is gone uh, but, <laughs> but, but like yeah that's a good excuse
3: from people are like why don't you like this like, I don't know.
0: Told the canon. Man, I sent a joke to um, uh, a teenager, and they replied, and they were like, oh, man, James is going to um, pop off, and um, for a minute, I didn't remember the slang for pop off, so I was like, huh? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> and then they were like, they were about to explain, I was like, no, wait, wait, I remember. <laughs> I cycled through all the decades of slang. <laughs> <laughs> had to, had to Get my Rolodex Disneyland. My Rolodex was, is lame You no, uh, know like, I, I, there I, are some I, people Who are listening to this who are like, what the heck is-? Oh yeah I said a Rolodex And they're like what the fuck's a Rolodex <laughs> They're <laughs> like is it a watch <laughs> Um, No it's a Rolex Oh goodness Um, But yeah so anyway Yeah think about gatekeeping From your perspective where you've been gatekeep, Where people have Push you out are where you may have been less inviting than you could be into something. Um, we are all victims of it, of, it um, of that mindset, and I would like to think over time people grow out of it. And I mean
1: the real the real moral of the story is just don't like anything. No, no,
0: <laughs> no, no.
1: The more as the, God has intended, you
0: must live for it. I can tell you that. from the last few weeks of being an American the more you like nerd stuff <laughs> the less likely you are to do certain things <laughs> um so please please spread it around to people who seem sad um because so if, well, if you know somebody who is like frustrated with
3: everything and wants to do stuff they shouldn't you should first of all try to convince them that's about it. But second be like hey you know what <laughs> You're like, have you ever
0: played <laughs> Animal Crossing? <laughs>
3: what were you exactly. going to say, Dustin? I <laughs> said yes, exactly. Just give, find, them a, find them something fun that mm-hmm. they can enjoy. And that way, at least they'll be like, well, I really am not happy with this, but at least I got
0: Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And then they go build their house instead of trying uh, You know,
1: I've actually, real quick, I heard a story of someone, like, they got their friend, like, Animal Crossing. And he sees them, like, on the Switch all the time playing it. But... He only plays the fishing, he's like, why do you why are you only play the fishing game? Like I just he's like, I just enjoy it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 hate
0: on the man for his fishing. It is it is video games can help people get through some rough stuff that is far better than a lot of the things that they could be into. You know? Um one, one reason a lot of people, I'll be just blunt here, one reason a lot of people are just, like, into guns, like, into guns, not just they got one, they're into them, is because no one's introduced them to anything else.
3: You know, it's just what they know. They need something like that that they that they like and that they're into.
0: And it's something that's theirs. It makes them them, you know, and you never want a weapon to be your life. Um please. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Key Addams Podcast. Um once again, check us out on Patreon. And as always, I'm your host, and I am always joined by Dustin and the trash man. <laughs> and thank you and see ya. Have a great one. Goodbye. Thank
1: you for playing.